All right, ladies and gentlemen, so excited for another episode of Driving with Dave. We have Pardeep Singh. How are you, man? It's amazing, man. Dean Neal's the How legend. exciting are the legend, yeah. <laughs> I guess in some circles. Uh, dude, how you been? Yeah, I'm amazing, man. Like, I honestly can't complain. Are, uh, you, are, you, are you just visiting town? Uh, I'm in town for work. I've been in town till the new year. And it just be like that, man. Like, I'm uh, bouncing from city to city throughout the year, usually New York and L.A., that's a good place uh, to be. It is. Are yeah. you from Brooklyn? Is that where yeah. you were born and raised? Uh, yeah, born and raised, man. Born and raised. What's Brooklyn, that like? Brooklyn's always in here. Uh, what's it like? I mean, it wasn't. You know, it was. It was kind of tough, man. Like it was. I grew up in one of the poorest neighborhoods. In, Which neighborhood? In Brooklyn. Uh, the, the, the Flatbush area. Flatbush, which, yeah. Which, which at the time was was pretty messy. A little gentrified now. Uh, yeah, you know, there's a Starbucks on every corner nowadays. Dude, I went to a, a, sh a show there back when I lived there, and um, it was when you they had like Kennedy Chicken, like you know, like, like the, <laughs> Kennedy Chicken was up where I lived in Harlem, but it was like a fried chicken place that had like a bulletproof, you had like a little slot you could like order your food, but yeah. it was like pretty, yeah, 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 pretty dodgy. Oh yeah, yeah, and it's not just Kennedy Chicken that'd be like that, but at the same time, it's it's chicken to die for. So I think <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Hey, it's worth it's worth dodging a bullet for. <laughs> Yeah, I lived in, when I moved to New York in, man, it must have been like 2009, I moved to Prospect Park East, mm -hmm. and then when I went back there just a few years later, it was completely different. Like, I got there right before the flip, but it was, it was, it was nice to get some culture that was like, yeah, not just a Starbucks in every corner. Yeah, I mean, I think it's wild how, like, you know, what, what was previously considered, like, gang-written neighborhoods and uh, sort of impoverished communities... Like the buildings are still there, but now they're just worth a lot more right. because that's like where the eminence of a lot of like New York City hustle originated from. And so now it's like people who can, who used to live there can't even afford to live in their own buildings anymore. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which and, is, which is terrible, yeah, but yeah. I don't know what the alternative is when it comes to, you know, uh, this like ever like, like like we were just talking before we went live like i'm trying to buy a home and i gotta buy a home in tennessee i can't afford to live in flatbush i can't afford, afford like flatbush, you know yeah. like all the, the prices pushed everybody out it seems you gotta go to tennessee man that's, <laughs> that's, that's how it is <laughs> literally like as this is probably we're this is probably gonna air in a few weeks but mm. we just had these tornadoes there and God, I mean, some people died, and it's just it's just scary because, like, mm. I'm from the coast. I'm not from tornado. Like, I can handle an earthquake. <laughs> I can handle a hurricane, but tornadoes, that's a new game, you know? I mean, what, I mean, in all fairness, earthquakes are new to me until I, until I started popping up here from time to time. Have you ever felt an earthquake? I have felt an earthquake. It's kind of weird. It's weird, and, you know, it, it occurred at, like, 3 in the morning, and I was like, yo, if I die, man, I'm sleeping because I, I, I can't be getting up right now. Yeah, you think that... I wouldn't even know what to do. You th so, yeah, we had our the biggest one I ever had was when um, it was like at three or four in the morning and it was big, but we were in bed like we didn't. It was kind of one of those there. There's like different types of earthquakes. There's like the fast and jerky, and then there's the slow and smooth, uh -huh. which I think has to do with how far from the fault you are most uh, times. Okay. But we had um, th this one time we had an earthquake when we were in Palm Springs and we were at like a very gay friendly uh, bar. It was on Fourth of July, mm. and the, and the gay guys just start cheering like woo free margaritas and i was like are we doing free margaritas on earthquake is there like some promotional deal and it turns out there wasn't they just were <laughs> demanding earthquake. free drinks on a natural earthquake oh, earth, earthquake uh, bo uh bonuses yeah that's it's right culture to it now now so what was what was it like uh did you have to like know what neighborhoods to not walk through as far as oh, like, oh games? yeah 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 it was, it was and did someone tell you that or you just figure it out uh i mean you just kind of heard about it like so this is back in the 90s where like uh 
you know, you were like, yo, don't wear certain colors in certain neighborhoods and uh, don't, uh, don't say this word or that word to, to in certain neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Um, don't walk through certain, certain streets, especially at the school. Because, like, at the school, it was like, so I went to New York City Public High School. And, um, and like, literally, there was goons, like, outside the high school just waiting to rob these kids. Oh, seriously? Right, right, at, right as soon as school was over. So there was a bus stop right across the street. I went to Midwood High School, and there was just goons standing there. And it was, it was a time where, like, the cell phones, were, they were looking like little holsters on the side of your belt. You know right, what I'm right. People had, like, the Moto Razor, and, and, and that was, like, the latest tech at the time. And so, like, people would just come through and just swoop it off your belt and just walk away. And there's nothing you could do about it. Like, there was this one time, um, it was so wild, like... So I was standing by the bus stop with, with one of my friends at the time. This guy, he had like the scar on his face, just walk up to him and whisper whisper the phrase, run your pocket, which means just open your pockets out. And like, you don't know what he's going to do. Like he's standing right there in your face in front of everybody, whispering to you to like open your pockets up. And you have to, you have to do it. Otherwise, like you might get stabbed or something. Oh my and gosh. so like my, my boy hands over his phone and... Um, and he's about to walk away, but then school security comes through somehow, miraculously, finally, and like grabs this guy by like the nape of his neck, and like tries to haul him inside. But somehow he gets loose, he kicks his bike, bike, bike up and bounce. Jeez. But, but what happened is that like you kind of know people, and so we found out who this guy was through like my father, my friend's father, and he knew that kid, that guy's friend's father, and so we ended up getting the phone back anyway. Oh my gosh! But like, and this is just a common. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that... Was, you know, I was so sheltered growing up. Like, we did not have those worries. Oh, man. Uh, even just before I came out here, like, um, maybe this time last year, like, um, when I started this new job, I was coming out to L.A., I got my wallet robbed. So, really? Like, yeah, so... In I, L.A.? No, 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 back in Brooklyn. Oh, oh okay, okay. Right, right before I got back. And so the story is that, like, I le- I, it was, like, one in the morning. I was, like, I was like kind of twisted or whatever, coming from a friend's crib. And I'm like, let me stop by the deli. I want a sandwich. So I go there. I get it. I go home. I eat my sandwich. And I realize, crap, I left my wallet there. But that's okay. That's my deli. They know me. I go over there. And my wallet's not there. And the guy behind the counter, like, he could barely speak English or whatever. He was like, uh, you know, one of them deli dudes. And he showed, <laughs> he showed me, like, the, the security camera. And, like, the, the dude on the camera who's swiping my wallet is walking back into the deli as I'm looking at the security camera watching him steal my stuff. So he turns around, starts running. I was wearing flip-flops, so I kick off my flip-flops and I'm chasing after him. And, he, oh and I'm like, and, and I'm like, you know, like fat and, and tired, he gets away. So long story short, you know, three days go by, the cops can't do nothing. But I find out who he is through like three other dudes and I'm get, I end up getting everything back. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that great? I love the bodega. Like the deli system is kind of that yeah. that's like indicative of of how tribal we are Super. as humans yeah. that they don't want the deli doesn't want people getting their things robbed because then they're going to lose business if it's a bad neighborhood. Like everyone see everyone when I lived I lived on 140th and Broadway, so completely different side of Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Uh, after I I lived on Prospect Park East and then I moved out of there and Everyone, it, it felt super safe to me up in Harlem. And again, this is this is probably you know this is years after you were growing up there. But it was it was because everyone kind of wanted to take care of each other, and not and like not have to deal with all of the 
you know, and again, I was there probably when it was the least amount of crime. Now, now post COVID, I've heard it's kind of been a little bit like how, like, have you noticed a change? Like, is it cyclical? Um, you know, so, so on that deli subject also, like there's always something, the delis are always doing something else like in the back somewhere. Yeah. You know, like it's like 90% of business and 10% something else, you know, like they're hiding something or money laundering. Yeah. 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 They're selling (laughs) something. Yeah. And and if you know about that stuff, you know, you don't want to tell people that. And they don't want cops up in there. They like, don't want cops, right? You know, like if somebody's getting robbed or whatever. I knew that. You know, I let them know. I'm like, yo, I know what goes on here. Just get my wallet back, and we're good. And I'm getting it back. But is it cyclical? I mean, not really, man. Like, people are gonna do what they have to do, like in certain neighborhoods to survive, man. Like, hop, whether it's hop the turnstiles or swipe a wallet or, or you know, steal some bikes or whatever. Like, there, it's just a kind of a culture of. You know, taking what you can when it comes up because it's so desperate sometimes. Yeah, and you, you know, I, I totally agree. Like, you don't see that in necessarily in prosperous places because I, I've always said this. I think people want to work hard. I just think you don't. A lot of people don't have opportunities yeah, yeah. to get out of their current circumstance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of like you know where there are food deserts, where there are places where you can't work. Uh, you know, you just you resort to what you can do. And if yeah. if COVID's a time of despair, you're just gonna. And also, like, a lot of other issues going on, you know, this time with with regards to, like, you know, like, all the other movements that are going on. It's just, like, ripe for dealing with um, with crime. But, you know, I, I always saw just, you know, the simple subway snatching. Like I always said for tourists, if they're, if you're traveling on a subway, just put your phone, like, make sure you're holding onto your phone when the doors are open. Oh, yeah. Because that's much. the time that yeah, no one's yeah. going to steal it when the doors are closed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grab it and run. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, when you're waiting for the train, like, don't face the tracks. Turn around so nobody pushes you from behind. And, like, oh, there you, know, you go. That's yeah. another good it's one. All kind, it's all kind of stuff. And I, I, I mean, I've been lucky, man. Like, my, you know, my, my grandparents came to Brooklyn in, like, the 1970s and, um, and then you know my my grandfather worked two jobs during that time and where did they come from where'd your grandparents uh, come from they, they came from uh, guyana in the Caribbean. oh really yeah yeah that's where there's a lot of diamond mining right uh, there's a lot of no a lot of oil out there oh, oil actually. okay yeah so the guy is in the news right now because venezuela looked look back at some treaties that are over 100 years old say actually guyana belongs to us uh, oh, wow. As soon as they found the oil, which is nonsense. In in um, uh, like, did the in the in, in the Indians colonized uh, that area? No, the, the British actually. The, the British did. Okay. Pulled some Indians and put them in indentured servitude. Uh, Excuse my history. I yeah, watched no, I watched good, a yeah. movie semi recently that was sort of a rough um, telling of that story. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. Completely got it wrong. So well, yeah, so they 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 basically bring over a lot of uh, Indians essentially as slaves yeah. or they're, tr- they're, yeah. they're there to try to work for their yeah, freedom yeah 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 so my grandfather was born, was born into that and then he moved to New York in the 70s and uh, you know bought a house and all that he raised 11 kids oh my gosh I'm and then uh, you can keep going oh there Sorry. you go yeah it's all good and then um, then my mother then you know she got divorced I had a single mother throughout that time and so you know we've been lucky that you know there are so many there were so many instances where we could have just made the wrong decision mm. and ended up in a situation where we get locked up or get shot or whatever. But, you know, we took advantage of all these different opportunities that you mentioned at the school programs, tutoring programs, mentorship programs, free stuff from the city, food pantries, whatever, to, to like stay out of, you know, street drama. So I want to get into the pipeline from street drama, from staying out of that to being a neuroscientist. But I also Uh, want to I want to also talk a a brief amount about Bachelorette. Yeah, you were on Michelle Young season and you were considered kind of like you were like a big uh, 
you know, like a fan favorite from a lot of the online community. How did that feel coming in as just like a, a random guy that all of a sudden people were rooting for you? Uh, you know, it just pays to be a clean person, man. Like, I, I was actually, like, really pleased that, like, you know, nothing was really exposed about me. Like, I... I that's the time period where everyone's nervous. Yeah, that, that's, the time, that's the time where it's like, all right, well, here comes an ex-girlfriend coming through to say something, you know, from, like, whatever, so something I may have said, and none of that happened. And that just, that just paid off from living a clean life, like, until that point. And so, um, I mean, how it felt, it was like, it was special because, you know, this is a show that, I mean, I went on like with, with, with the best intentions, you know, I, I, I was, I think I was 30 at the time and I was like, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm like, I'm down to get down on one knee at some point. This, yeah. this seems like the best opportunity. Uh, let's get to know this girl and see where it goes. Were you nervous? Oh man, forget about it. Like, <laughs> forget about it. I, I just was a lot of it like I just wasn't myself because like because the cameras <laughs> well that and also like you know I know there aren't a lot of Indian Americans on this show much less Indian American men and you know I, I really didn't have a, a positive sort of role model to think about when what it means to be successful at this thing and right. it's like crap like you know now I'm gonna be watched very closely oh so there's this pressure to Super, to be yeah. the uh, sort of um to, to 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 do to do well almost yeah, yeah. as 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 yeah. you're representing um, a underserved uh, demographic on the yeah, show yeah yeah and and I certainly don't want to be the one to create some negative stereotype that like this fan base watches and then they take that forward you know that's interesting because that's something I don't think too much about when you when you think about like a white guy in the show there's no no one you know. No, no white guys worried about like you know damaging the the reputation of white guys. It's like all right, the bar's set pretty low, uh, you know. But like yeah, you had you had Michelle Young. Uh, she's you know obviously had the weight of the world on her shoulders, and of course it didn't necessarily end well. But most most seasons don't. Mm -hmm. Did you did you feel a connection, or did you just feel like like how did you deal with the competition aspect? Because that's pretty wild. I I feel like um, I mean there are definitely some dudes there that were just like you know I, I don't really want to know him yeah uh, and then there are some dudes that are like some of the best guys you'll ever meet uh, and as far as the competition aspect I mean it's funny it, it's like you know you're you're up at 7am every day and in bed by like 2-3 in the morning or later yeah you're standing most of the time you're drunk the whole time uh, and you know when you're on these ITMs, you will say anything to get some sleep. <laughs> <laughs> ITM means in the moment, yeah, so that's your yeah. confessional. When you're doing the confession, I mean, how long are they talking to you for? I mean, they're talking to you until like until you say something. Oh uh, wow! Yeah, and and so it's like um, you know when you're tired and drunk and hungry, it's like all right, fine. You know that guy's a BS. This guy's a that or that. Okay, can I go now? <laughs> can I go to bed oh, now? Oh my god! Yeah, so so that 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 was tight and. Um, but uh, you know, as what, far as, what guys did you what guys do you kind of bond with? Oh man, which which guys don't I bond with? I mean, you know, Rod, Rod was amazing. I mean, Nate's an amazing, amazing person. Romeo is amazing. Will, I mean, they're all a bunch of greats, man. Oh, good. They're you guys all, all stay in touch. Is yeah, it like yeah, a, yeah, yeah, a season yeah. thread? Oh yeah, yeah, all the time, all the time. Oh, funny. Yeah, I mean, whenever I'm in town, in one of their towns, I was, I always hit them up the pop in. Yeah, you know, we met last year at that Christmas ball, we did. and um, yeah. it's, it's funny how fast the year goes by. <sighs> Tell it me about it. It just kills me, especially when the weather's the same every day. Really I know. Doesn't... 
<laughs> How about this touristy area too? Oh my gosh! Look, yeah, look at I, I mean, I managed. Go. <laughs> I managed to stay out of this here for. I, I've been here for ten years. I finally came to this little Rodeo Drive area like three months ago when I had family in town. Uh-huh. It is. I mean, it's, it's all right to drive through once in a while. It's beautiful looking, but the amount of the amount of money that's spent in this area makes me sick. Yeah. You know, they like you like. Uh, I walked into, I think Louis Vuitton. My wife was there, like with her brother. You know, just like touring. And I was like, first of all, we're never buying anything here. But then I'm walking in kind of like dressed like not up and I'm yeah. like I have to prove to them I can afford to buy something that I'm not gonna buy <laughs> you know it's just such a yeah, weird yeah it's a hella weird. judgy man hella judgy yeah. and it's like bro I don't know I, I, I always get a little a little weird when there's concentrations of wealth and concentrations of power it's like I don't like to be around people like that or, or areas like that because it's like there's always somebody at a loss whenever whenever there's a concentration of wealth like that. Oh well, I was just talking to my wife. We had a um, a flight through Qatar, and that's considered the wealthiest country in the world. You know, uh, a tiny little peninsula peninsula yeah. nation in the mid in the uh, Middle East. Yeah. And I was like, I, I mean, it was beautiful, but I was like, I don't buy it. Like the whole city felt like Disney World, mm. where everything was so rich and opulent. And you know that this city was built on the back of slaves yeah, yeah. And, and people. And then my, my wife goes, yeah, but it wasn't the U.S. too. And it's like, I know we're only in the grand scheme of humanity. We're only one step, maybe morally past that. Um, but but at the same time, I couldn't appreciate that. Just like I can't appreciate Rodeo Drive because I'm like, this isn't real. This isn't Venice. Yeah, yeah, this, These yeah. are the canals of Venice. This yeah, is yeah. it's all just like this was all made because they have oil under the ground. Yeah, like, that's yeah, all this yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like. Uh, I mean, it, it it creates an environment where like there's a lot of like uh, inequality that, that that occurs and and then ju- and judgment and and popularity and all this kind of stuff and so, you know, I, I it's 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 almost like the bachelors like is a really concentrated version of that where like there are people who are like really showy, show showy offy like performative yeah yeah and, and ones who are like will do anything to get some screen time especially like when they have like a business or something that they're trying to promote oh, yeah. whether it's pizza or, or fitness or whatever right and so uh they'll do anything to like get that whereas others who are who are cool like who who knows who know what they got and who won't be worse for wears if it doesn't turn out well or just kind of chilling isn't that funny that's like the thirstiness of it all it's almost it's almost can relate it back to you talking about theft in new york city where it's like you just do what you have to do to get by and you'll see people go on the show because they know they're going to get a little bit of a following or at least try to they're trying to do that crazy thing that might get them another week on the show and while that doesn't necessarily work for michelle that would work for producers like that might that might give you the the lean with producers like did you see that game when you were there the whole like uh you got to play the producers along with michelle just to just to stay on or were you just uh, not playing oh yeah yeah i mean it was it was it can be pretty transactional at times where like yo if you, if you do this and walk out in this speedo you're gonna get your one-on-one <laughs> or you know oh if you go over there and do this thing we're gonna make sure you see michelle tonight or whatever whatever and and that it, on top of the fact like who does Michelle actually like right you know like who is she actually going for you know because uh, because you know there was a time where I don't know I felt like yeah, she kind of decided early you know who who she was gunning for and who she wasn't and the rest was just kind of like cannon fodder so, that's a good way to put it yeah. cannon fodder cannon fodder so it's like but she kind of made that decision internally 
it's like, what, why are we here, you know, now? What That's how with Claire Crowley season. Did, like, have you watched past seasons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, she yeah. had picked Dale. Obviously, she was out. She was like, you know. And, and that, you, you can't blame somebody. When you think you want something, you're going to make... It's, it's For me, like, for me, I'm, like, sort of hopeless. Like, if I want something, everything else goes away. Mm-hmm. But the show is just a show where you're supposed to weigh out all your options. And in, in the end, you, you're a, you're probably a data-driven guy. That The percentages of, of, of a happy thing are nil. This year's Bachelor in Paradise, I think... Almost all the contestants are already out. Like, oh yeah, like not even, together. Even yeah, even the ones that made it to the end are already done. Katie Thurston's yeah. FBoy Island relationship done. It's, it's like, just yeah, like, what are we doing? What are we point? doing? Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So tell me, tell me about neuroscience. Tell me what you what got you into oh. stu- into into becoming I mean, a scientist. I, I'm actually not even a neuroscientist anymore. Like I I I'm actually like a. <laughs> I'm a, uh, I'm a, I'm a diplomat now, actually. Oh, so, and that's why we, so then that's why I picked you up where I picked you up. That's uh, a very I'm, diplomatic neighborhood. It is, a, yeah, yes. I'm actually... I don't want to out you where, you where it was, but... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I'm a diplomat now. So actually I'm doing like science diplomacy now, which is like... What is he? Okay, yeah. explain, to, explain to us idiots out here what a diplomat is. <laughs> I mean, Do you get like a special placard on your car that you don't get speeding tickets or something? Uh, nah, man. I, I'm diplomatic just, community no, or anything like that? not at all, but you know, it's, it's more like... Uh, I it's cool because like I get to sort of ensure that like the geopolitics around science are like aligned between countries. All right, so so it's like it's almost about providing. Well, yeah, I tell you what, let's let's get there. But yeah. tell me about growing. Tell me about going from uh, uh, Brooklyn to neuroscience. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you? Did it, was it something you just decided to study in college, or did it take root in high school? Like how did yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, kinda. So like I've always been. When it, when it came time to college for me to decide what I'm going to do, I kind of had no idea what I wanted to do. So I'm like, all right, well, what's, what are some things that I've been good at over the years? And thinking back to, like, my early days, elementary school and whatever, like, I would be pretty good. I'll be pretty good at science. Like, I would, I, I would have those little, I would win prizes on during, like, science fairs and stuff. I'm like, all right, well, let's just go with that and see, <laughs> see what happens. Well, why do you think you got good at science? Uh, I, I mean, I'm a risky, I'm a risky scientist, man. Like, I like big risk. <laughs> Big risk and big reward. Like, the, my science projects were like always on another level. Really? Of, like stuff that like that are like you know, let's throw it all against the wall, and if it fails, it all fails. Type of science. Right. Everyone else is doing some stupid plant thing <laughs> or some volcano yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I like, mean, but what what gave you that drive? Is it just a general curiosity, or um, like where do you think that comes you from? Yeah, I, I think I've always had a creative nature about me, where like I I enjoy like seeing the intersection of stuff and mm-hmm. like seeing how it comes up and seeing how it develops and then watching it develop and so like what's it called um like i've always enjoyed like mixing things together seeing how it develops um and like creating new stuff and new things and yeah. new, new in different ways and so with science it's like i've always taken that into my career where it's like yo what if you put a with the two instead of A with the B and like let's see what happens so you just like to ask your you know scientific questions yeah yeah I've always been super curious like that and like I always like I'm always like I'm, I'm an inquisitive person I just I just am and then um you know but honestly like all things considered I did kind of start at a disadvantage when it came into the sciences anyway because like I didn't really get into science proper until like my third year of college and for anybody out there that does science you know you got to start early just just so you get into specialized yeah courses. yeah yeah so i had i had a great i had a great mentor at the time he gave me a chance in his lab uh you know exposed me to the work and that sort of kicked things off from there 
Um, but then science has its own problems, so now I checked out and now I'm doing policy. So, and so and so, what did you check out before the bachelorette? And like, you have to quit your job or uh, oh, between funny. jobs? Nah, man, it's funny. Like, I was in I was in the process of checking out as I got cast. So like, I was in I was living in San Diego at the time, and I matched with one of the casting people on um, on Hinge actually. And you matched with the, what, the casting uh, producer? Yeah, yeah, oh, funny. yeah. On a, yeah, on Hinge, and so. It started out like a normal conversation, like, hey, how are you? Wow, you're pretty cute, ba da ba da ba. Hey, you like LARPing? Oh, I know what LARPing is. Great, she's a nerd, like, maybe we can You asked her if she liked LARPing? She told me she likes LARPing. Oh, uh, live action role play. Yeah. So we're talking like medieval sword yeah, fights. Yeah, when you go into the woods with your sword or whatever, and you pretend like you're living in the in the Middle Ages. How fun. And that's kind of fun. That and is so, fun. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, this is cute. So like, you know, I'm about to ask her out or whatever. It turns out she she was living in Miami at the time. I'm like, all right, well, well, you know. Was she on there for love or was she on there to recruit? Uh, that's a real smart way yeah, to recruit. To this day, I don't even know, man. <laughs> Me both. Yeah, I don't even know. It felt like a pseudo interview in a way. And yeah. so, um, but you know, she put me on and uh, and one and that's a wrap like that was it so like I was I was leaving San Diego anyway uh, to go back to New York and this was a sort of pit stop along the way yo let's just go to Palm Springs and do this meet this girl and maybe I'll get engaged at the, at the end of yeah it. why not that, talk about science experiments right oh yeah there. yeah that was like, that's your trial and error yeah <laughs> it, it, it was wild and you know like it was I mean that everything was in slow motion like over over that period of time where like and my environment slowly started to change and become more like bachelory. Oh, so yeah. like all of my clothes, as I was doing shop, I was like shopping and all my clothes were just getting nicer. So you had, nicer. To, you had to kind of like step up your style? I, oh yeah, 100%. Yeah, you can't go on oh, Those guys are fashionate. You got to throw out your socks. Yeah, now yeah, they're all barefoot yeah. with dress shoes. It's yeah, old. yeah. You got you to gotta go out there looking. You can't go out there looking like a mess. <laughs> you can't do that. By the way, have you ever driven through this neighborhood? We're in like UCLA right now. Oh, is it? This is like the, the nice suburbs of UCLA. It's so gorgeous. <sighs> Man. What a what a beautiful area to drive. Oh Just, yeah, not a single tent in sight. Nope. Wow. Nope. Not over here. No, they no. will not let that happen. Oh no, never. <laughs> so, uh, so did you? I mean, like, what, what was your mom thinking? Was she sort of supportive, or was oh. she kind of the type of mom who was like, "Oh, you're going to disgrace our name"? I mean, it's funny. Like, my mom has always been. She's always been uh, rambunctious, and she also she was like, "Yeah, go get it." get your girl go <laughs> kiss her on tv do what you gotta do bada bada ba and i'm like mom you know like if i make it that far they're gonna come meet you right like you have to uh you know get ready for that just in case and she's like don't worry about it you know you'll be fine and so she was she, she was all about it yeah she 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 was she was very confident in me to like get out there and, and do it which is which is different from like typical sort of in, people of indian descent which are very conservative yeah well that's that's the question right is there's a lot of um not not shame with like you have to do this or that but there are a lot of you know doctors and people that you know I want you to do this and you know I, I came to this country so you could have this yeah. better life and yeah, then it's yeah. like yeah but I want to go on a reality show yeah, it's just yeah, like a yeah. different priority oh super yeah I mean I, I think that that's partly contributing why you don't see a lot of sort of Indian Americans on this show at, or at least now you're seeing more I, I mean guess, yeah do but... you think it's that I mean it's obviously got to be partly that but also 
do because it is like I'm not saying you have to be rudderless, but I think it's easier to cast somebody who's just ready to go shoot. So you have to find somebody between jobs or like mm -hmm. no one's going to really throw their career away for a two week shoot. It's kind of just like a sort of an in between thing, you know, but in between, but also once in a lifetime. Totally. You know, like, like get out there and take a risk, man. Like get out there and, and do something and, you know, get out of your nine to five for a day. And, and, and try something different. And so like when it comes to the to the community, the Indian community or whatever, like they've always been super on the grid where it's like, let me go to school, do my thing, get my degree and shut up. And it's like, how about we do things differently? For once. Is there a um is there like a a, a hierarchy to uh, um being from for, to having your parents from how do you pronounce it? Guyana. Oh, Guyana. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there like um that ver because I, and I only ask because I, I, I from watching the Indian matchmaking show. Oh, I see. I see. Where you're I remember going, yeah. them talking about that. Yeah. How there's like different. Obviously, like your 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 parents might have a different upbringing. So yeah. Oh, did you know? By the way, my brother was on Indian matchmaking. Oh, was he really? He was. Yeah, he was on season one. No way. For a hot second. Yeah, it was, it was cool. Oh, funny. Um, was he there? To, uh, was, did they bring him in to date one of the main people? Or yeah, yeah. He 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 dated. Uh, he went on a date with Nadia for a second. Oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll let my wife know. She loves that show. Oh yeah yeah. Um, oh, man, that's that's so interesting. Yeah, super interesting. Uh, you know, because it's like yeah, these are all opportunities that come in. You know, I guess it's a scientific uh, sort of thought to, to put to present yourself with the, the more opportunities. You don't really need to know what each opportunity is going to lead to because yeah. if you increase yeah, yeah. that data set of like just taking the shot, then you're going to increase your chance what? of spreading. Some might pay off. Yeah. Some might pay off. So, I, so did what? What paid off from this? What was um? What, oh, what's been some positives from the experience? Uh, I mean, I made tons of friends for sure. Uh, you know, met a lot of beautiful women as well. Honestly. <laughs> Like, uh, I've been very blessed for that. Yeah, were your DMs just kind of crazy? Uh, yeah. Uh, and it's all good, you know, but um, th there's that. And, you know, it's, it's, there's, it's something to be proud of to know that I did it. And then I emerged clean without any issues. Yeah. Like, that's a background check money can't buy. And, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and uh, also, um, you know, it's, it's, it, it, I'm very proud of myself. I'm proud of myself because, like, I, I didn't screw, screw myself. Which is very easy to do. Yeah, you didn't and play into the yeah. I didn't. I didn't low level what, drama. That and also like every every instance I had to speak publicly about like everything that happened. I didn't say something stupid, sexist, and racist. Uh, you know, like automatically. Yeah. And so it's like, I right, well, I must, I must be pretty decent. Like I must be a good. I must be an okay person. That's then. so funny. Uh, so you know, and and believe me, like there are dudes on dudes and girls on the show who are just complete morons at times. And like, oh well, I'm sure. Yeah. And they, and they would say stuff like that, and it's like, all right, well, I'm I'm not them. For a lot of people it's the first time that they're having their ideologies cross-examined yeah. and, and sometimes I always have to defend people you know you never know where your blind spots are and until you present it to like uh to you know until your past is dug up or until you're you know trying to navigate that circumstance you just don't know uh, where like like where you are with regards to um, the, the benchmarks of society. I don't know if that makes sense, but oh, yeah. you know, some people that are just like, sense. you know, you come from, you know, I got my cousins that come from the suburbs of Boston. I got to be careful who I bring them around because they're just like caged animals. <laughs> like, with, like, you know what I mean? They're just like three years behind. And no offense to Boston, but if you're from certain suburbs of Boston, you just know, like, it's a very, it's just like family dinners are always like, yeah, oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah. Uh, but, but so, so you go from, you go from being um, neuroscientist to 
uh, now being a diplomat. So what, so is it just the idea that you're helping, um, helping more now versus when you were in science? Is that, is that uh, like the positive? Yeah. I mean, it's more like, what do I got to do? Like in neuroscience, you know, it's like, what do I got to do today to like get to the next five years of science? Now it's like, what do I have to do today to get the next 50 years of economic security uh, for the U.S.? And it's like, yeah, that's pretty cool. So as a, so as a diplomat, what, because what, I'm, I'm just not too sure what, what they do. What exactly, are you helping like with legislation or are you helping get funding to different uh, communities? Like what's actually happening? It's like, um, you know, let's say something like uh, this, this Tesla we're in. And the battery, that's what it, you know, what does it take to get that battery into this car? Yeah. And from the raw materials all the way to like the, the manufacturing and how we make sure like we don't lose that capability to like a competitor. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, how do we make sure that there's always going to be enough batteries for any American that wants a Tesla can get a Tesla uh, and they don't have to pay up the ass for it. So it's just like, depending on what specific campaign you're working for it's just about looking like five steps forward yeah 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 so did you hear about did you hear about this the uh, have you heard of the salton sea yeah yeah so salton sea for those listening that don't know it's just like a random it was a random resort town in like the 1950s that's a couple hours like southeast of here in the in in the valley i think south of the coachella valley Mm -hmm. and it was just this beautiful resort town and everyone was going to move there and then the waters all got contaminated by fertilizer runoff from the Mm -hmm. farms because this Mm -hmm. is like the biggest farming capital of the world Mm -hmm. and so everything dies out it smells horrible everyone Mm -hmm. moves away i visited there because it's just like a ghost town now like the Property's cheap. There's, it's a completely dead tourism. Have you ever driven by there? I, but I think I know where you're going with it, though. The well, fact that there's like lithium there. Yeah. So yeah. they just found out that there's lithium there, yeah. and I, I mean, who, I mean, who knows what they'll be able to do with it? But um, I know they're trying to extract lithium from salt water. I have a, my dad's kind of like old school. He's like, oh, combustion cars are the best because they blah blah blah. And lithium takes extra. <laughs> and I go, I get it, but like, there's an economy of scale. Like, like there has to be a way to get batteries cheaper yes. and if you can find that way and we're i mean obviously it's it's horrible in certain countries like now i think the the federal tax rebate um it means that you you can only like like te- like companies like tesla are being pushed to find uh countries that mine for lithium that are ethical mm-hmm. and i'm sure yeah. there's a long way to go with that but it's like letting the econ letting um sort of the, the economy uh, in the regulations yeah. point push people push companies in the right direction yeah 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 1000 percent uh and it's like how do we even find how do we even ensure that we're the first ones to know about those resources that it's ethically pursued yeah uh in, in a way that's fair and democratic and all that jazz well that sounds like a very smart uh field to be in uh, it's, ton- um, it's tons of fun man it's tons of fun and now um, and so does your company bring you out here or are you just working uh i go where i gotta be man yeah, I go where I gotta be. I go to whoever I, I need to be in a room with. Now, would you move out here long term, or nah, could, man. are you still in Bro- like yeah, long term yeah. Brooklyn? Uh, yeah, long term Brooklyn. I'm, I'm Brooklyn all the way. Brooklyn right? all the way. Brooklyn all the way. Dude, it's a giant borough. I mean, Brooklyn, King County, right? Is that what Brooklyn is? Yeah, Kings I mean, County. Yeah. Kings County. Yeah, it's gigantic. Like people don't realize how. I mean, how many cities are packed into New York City? 
Yeah, you know, yeah it's yeah, just yeah. incredible. I yeah, mean, yeah. we were talking beforehand. I would love it to be able to afford to buy a little place there. And I, I, I used to love seeing kids growing up there because mm. I grew up in a very suburban Rhode Island town, mm -hmm. and you couldn't drive anywhere, you couldn't walk anywhere. You just kind of like stuck. Yeah, and yeah, New yeah. Yorkers are fast. They're they're street smart. They're able to, you know, uh, you know, it's it's just so different from my upbringing that I think it would be so cool to raise kids there. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I want kids one day, and uh, I'm at a point where it's like I'm dating to marry at this point. Where... Are you on any dating apps or? Yeah, yeah, I'm out here, man. I'm out are you here. on Raya or any of the? Uh... Oh no, nah, I mean, you not for, 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 for a point that was, but it was getting kind of weird just to see like, uh, it just felt like it felt like a LinkedIn. For, for dating like a business way. if I were a business yeah that's so funny yeah but um but yeah I mean I'm dating to marry at this point and it's like I'm not, I'm not trying to waste any more time because do you have a type have you like have you noticed that you kind of tend to go after a certain type or or do you have I a type mean, that you stay away I, from I don't know man I, I I like my women brown for some reason there you go you know, it just feels like home uh I like you know women that are like independent and wise and like opinionated okay yeah and like who who were like okay with just saying no with something they don't like? Um, All right, you you want you want someone to to straighten you out there. I mean, you know, someone who's also straight herself. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, you don't want someone. You know, you want to. I, I think that's what works best in relationships is having independence to know you don't need somebody, but you want yeah, somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a big difference between needing and wanting because when you need, you pull from them, and you know, at some point when they don't have enough you're gonna it's like yeah. giving tree almost i mean i need i need a partner you know i need yeah. somebody who actually can get down to the grind and think about all right we want kids how many do we want why can we afford it you know uh you want a house where do you want to live what's your relationship with your parents uh, uh do you want them nearby like what kind of how do you want them to be educated um and, you know and all that you know i'm, I'm really thinking about the actual like day-to-day -day, what it's going to be like with you because uh, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be one and done. I mean, that's like, great. I think yeah. that's smart because I think, I think what like Bachelor in Paradise does is they put a bunch of good-looking people on a beach and they say, hey, who's in love now? And then you mm -hmm. find out that love is like that's that's the baseline of love. And then it's like, all right, we have an attraction and uh, and respect and all these things. Are we gonna want to head in the same direction? Yeah, it's gonna yeah. be the same exact. You can be like sort of like parallel, but like, are we heading in a similar direction? And that's and that I think is why a lot of paradise relationships don't work because you know it's like yeah anyone can make out any cute people can make sure, out on a beach. <laughs> sure, but you know at the same time like they, they they just don't put brown boys on that beach. They never have. They never asked you to go. Yeah, well I mean they they uh, you know they they keep you on standby with all the paperwork mm. uh, and then like I think this was the season before last where like you're basically loaded. And then you, they can ask you to leave at any point. Jeez. And that never happened. And so it's like, well, why? That's almost worse. It's like, were you, it's like, in, in the representation is already low. So then, yeah. the, like you said before, about the pressure of it all, and then you don't even get a chance to be on the beach, I think is. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's just weird how, um, like. You know, would you go if they asked you again? I mean, it depends or who's for there. The first time? Depends yeah. who's there. And, you know, it, dep it depends if I'm, you know, single or not, or I at this point, like, it depends. Who's your, what's, do you have any Bachelor Nation crushes? Uh, I mean, they, they know who they are. <laughs> yeah, they know who they are. <laughs> trying to guess here. <laughs> trying to think, I'm trying to go through the Rolodex real quick. I'm they, sure. Uh... They, 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 they know exactly who they are. All right. I, I make it known. Okay. Hey, yeah. good to know. Hey, uh, yeah. they, that's, there's the scientist in you. I mean, when, I, when I'm into somebody, like, I make, I make it known. 
Okay. Like, yeah, I, I don't hold back on it. It's like, why? Why would you? Oh, yeah, no. That's what I've learned real fast. It's like playing it cool doesn't get you anything. Yeah, no, nah, um, man. You got, you got to let them know you're into it, what your intentions are, and then go for it, man. Like, that's it. Well, dude, thanks so much for joining me today. We made it all the way back here in 40 minutes, back to the traffic of back. Los Angeles. <laughs> back to the holiday uh, let fun. Me, let me switch, swing over. Is there anywhere specifically you want me to no, go? No, no, this over? is cool. This is cool. I'm actually hopping into one of these buildings over here. Oh, dope. Yeah, yeah this yeah. is a fun fun area. Do you have um, a return flight back, or are you just going to be here for the for uh, a bit? No, I don't have a return flight back yet. I just... Um, I'm gonna be here till after the new year, whatever oh, that means, and then leave whenever. Sweet man. Well, dude, thanks for doing yeah, the show. I appreciate it, dude. dude when I, uh, if you're in Brooklyn next time I have shows there, I gotta uh, yeah, man. Gotta let you know I, that I, when I'm in town. I mean, I love your content, man. You're always a straight shooter. Oh, thanks, man. You know. And-